Listen to the show and people these dudes bring If you didn't know it's an orange and blue thing Hope to win the championship in a few rings We're talking baseball It's an orange and blue thing Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing Beat the other team with defense in a few swings LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing What's up, Mets fan? Mics are live this time. Woo-hoo. I am on the ball. Julia's name is actually on the soundboard now for the first time ever. I am moving up in the world. We're like 40 episodes deep now, you and I, uh, dating back to last year. when I uh, my name on the board. Petey Mac moved to North Carolina, and I, I know he was back in the ballpark a couple days ago. Oh, he showed I off too. the first. He's, he wrote, it took him 20 years to get a baseball, <laughs> and his daughter got one on the first game she's ever been to. So you're a cute little girl. Sh- shout out to Pete and his fam. Hopefully, they're doing great. So uh, happy Monday to you guys watching across the board we are live on facebook youtube and periscope i am darren mean and that's julia quadrino we do this little show called orange and blue thing each week it's met stuff mixed in with whatever the hell else we want to talk about (laughs) i'm saying like my ribs are sore i had a Go ahead, go ahead, brag a little bit. Near death experience yesterday, not really, but uh, this guy. Let's talk about your weekend. Go ahead. I got first place. Woohoo! Give yourself a soundboard. That's all right. You give soundboards for the stupidest things. I got to move up. I got to move up to the next level. It's ABC. I'm racing C, but I'm in the 40 class. So now I'm on the young side of that 40 class. So I feel like I'm almost like. I'm not cheating at all. You know, it's my age group. Right. But I still get like smoked in the 30 class. So. Not smoked. I got, I got fifth in the 30 class. Okay. So I'll take that. But whatever. Enough about that. This is somewhat of a Mets show, right? Sometimes. Uh, the Mets haven't been playing great over their last 10, but they haven't lost any ground. Last week when we started the show, we mm-hmm. talked about how they were seven games over 500 yes. and they were four games up on then the Phillies. Yes. They are still seven games over 500 and they are now four games up on DC. Yeah. Well, so, this our series against the Nats was kind of like the the liftoff point for the Nationals. They've kind yeah, of been yeah. on a bit of a tear ever since. So yeah. gotta, they're playing them to night no makeup game the Mets yeah which they're so their schedules cra- well they're making up a I know you know like a rain out a one game earlier in the season or was it up. or was it a rain out or was it one of those COVID. COVID games I don't know either way they didn't play a game so they're playing tonight they're playing tonight on their they obviously played at City Field yesterday another loss unfortunately yes uh and then well I shouldn't say another loss the Mets are still 24 and 11 they at City really, Field. honestly I I came away from this week with good vibes. I think part of that is because I was at the game on Saturday, which was a great walk-off yep. win. Um, really wanted the win yesterday. I thought two innings against the Phillies bullpen would have been enough. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Um, they need to win tonight. I don't I don't want them giving the Nationals anything good to feel about. So yeah. they need to well, win tonight. Well, also a couple question marks. I mean, obviously, uh, uh, everything, uh, you know, our hearts and thoughts and everything go out to Stroman. Yes. His grandmother passed away. Yes. So I, maybe his mindset wasn't exactly of all course. there. Of course. He totally got the benefit of the doubt from me yesterday yeah. with the hip thing. And then, He's also, yeah, I was going to say, he also yeah. came out early on Tuesday night when we were there for the outing with yeah. his hip. So who knows what's going on? Hopefully the extra few days off might, well, actually he's not supposed to miss a start, but I don't think he's going to miss a start, but a few days away from the team his head for sure. Be, be with the fam and yeah. do what you got to do. Um, you know, maybe hopefully his next time out, he's back to rock solid, but, yeah. uh, yeah. So you were there on Saturday. I, I saw your t-shirt. Scared. What did it say? My t-shirt. Oh, I forgot. I have so many custom shirts. Which one is now. that? I, this is my walk-off shirt again. I, I think felt, you've worn that. I did, but I just felt it was appropriate. We had so many walk-offs this weekend, yeah. but, um, it said it was one of those like pull it up. the format with the and symbols and it was rats and raccoons and ripping heaters. And were you with one of the girls that had the Gary Keith and Ron shirts? Yes. On? I was with Danielle, my uh, angel of a friend. She Danielle. made that? 
she didn't make it. I think she got it from Etsy, but it was her birthday. And so she rented out the entire like porch behind uh-huh. home plate. It's like section 16. It was ridiculous. Oh, here it is. Hold on. Um, uh, so rats, like, raccoons, and ripping heaters. Yes, that was my... But you think ripping heaters has to do with cocaine. I don't think it does. Um, I originally... I definitely did. Yeah. And I was talking about it with some friends at the games. I'm like, I don't know. Who I knows? totally cut you off about the t-shirt, by the way. Oh, it's fine. It's not a big deal. <laughs> uh, I don't want to like speculate or whatever, but like we all just think it's funny to think that Donnie Stevenson is low key, like the code name for their drug dealer. Yeah. I'm not going to say the Mets are doing drugs because that would not bode well for me as a fan if right. it came out. Yeah. But it's just a funny, especially when rats and raccoons is 100% about a fist fight. Just of course. Fist fight and cocaine. And Donnie Stevenson passing out the uh, the candy at the in club. Exactly. Mets. Exactly. Now, now there's a nightclub at on. City Field. Tell me they're not doing cocaine. They're making a club in the clubhouse. Come on. Well, let's talk about club nets for a second because I'm jumping around a little bit here. Let's but I saw it. Adisha put something out about, I guess she wrote a whole story about Yeah, club I was reading that this morning. But did you see the, the origin yeah, of the how, With Beltran and Cespedes? <laughs> yeah. So, so let me pull this up. Go ahead. Because uh, Disha, who we love and adore, she was on the show earlier this, this season. This is incredible reporting. She wrote something on the Daily News about this. And here's a piece of it. It says, the idea was to create a party in the Mets clubhouse after every win was actually introduced before the 2020 season when Carlos Beltran at the time bought a smoke machine and lasers to pump up the atmosphere. But they never got to see it. Obviously, he was let go. And as if that wasn't chaotic enough, keep right. reading. First, the <laughs> Mets cut size with Beltran. Okay, yada, yada. Uh, and second, the Mets are pretty sure Cespedes <laughs> took the smoke machines and lasers with him when he opted out of the 2020 season. I have nothing but respect. So wait, no, <laughs> one, no one knew where this guy was. Uh, Brody somehow- goes on TV saying we don't know where he is. But on his way out, he stole he the just, smoke machine. Like, I'm sorry. Okay, I don't know if it's it, he meant like literally on his way out the door he took it or prior to the season starting. I don't know. It's amazing either way. And like, say what you want. You it only makes me, me of- love Cespedes that much more. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. One of the movies I have to watch every time it's on, no matter how many times I've seen it and memorized the whole freaking thing, mm-hmm. even if it's on TV with the commercials and the editing and stuff. Yeah. If Wedding Crashers is on, I have to watch it. Mm. And that reminds me of the part where it says this this uh, painting was a gift, Todd. <laughs> When he's like leaving the next day and they get kicked out and the grandma tries to shoot Vince Vaughn and Todd paints something of him and, and he's taking it with him. Uh, it reminds me of that. Like Seth was like, you know what? These This is mine. We all knew this was for me. Yeah. Let's go. I love I'm it. I'm not telling anyone where I'm going, but I'm stealing yeah. the smoke machine. I just a real power move by Cespedes would be to upload any sort of video onto any social media of just him sitting, doing nothing with like smoke screens, yeah. smokes in the back. Well, he's I probably would- doing nothing anyway. <laughs> Uh, you know, on the, I, I take that back. He's a hard worker. Yeah, I, I appreciate uh, guys that uh, put in hard work off the field too. I mean, not True. everyone has that luxury or that time or that energy, but yeah, he was still rocking it out there. We all know what happened with the boar, yada yada. But uh, we'll talk about hard work in a little bit because we are going to have Jeremy Wolf on, yes. who is from more than baseball organization, mm-hmm. who is doing a lot to bring awareness to the minor league struggles mm-hmm. and um all that the guys go through like we talked about before we went live jeff mcneil yeah it's known that he was doing like construction or like roofing, a roofer yeah. something uh to pave his way through the mm-hmm. the minor league ranks and uh a friend of a friend uh i can't remember who he was drafted by but mm-hmm. one of my buddies that he went to college at quinnipiac okay his friend was a great college ball player mm-hmm. got drafted by someone and played a few seasons and but he wanted to start a family yeah. and he wanted to get married and have a kid and like you can't you can't do that on my salary. I mean you might be able to but right. you're definitely pinching pennies. Right. So it's tough for these guys and like there's the the off chance that you're going to make it and become a multi-millionaire to yeah. play baseball but 
the odds are that you're not. I know. So but it's, it's crazy. And that and that's almost what's so fucked up about it. Sorry for lack of a better term, but no, like, okay. you know, you get these guys and if you've ever met someone who's in any sort of minor league system, the passion and the drive they have for it is so unreal that when you know what they're actually going through, that they're basically being taken advantage of and exploited by these organizations to maybe make their dreams come true. It's really just, it's upsetting. So, well, you know what it is too? Like, I, I understand that, um, you know, people like going to the minor league games, especially when you live in an area where you can't go to a major yeah. league baseball team, like uh, uh, stadium. Up. Yeah. So like you live in Norfolk, you live in Binghamton, you live in Syracuse, Buffalo, wherever, right. uh, Trenton, New Jersey, wherever. I mean, Trenton's close, but you know, if you live upstate, let's say, and you don't have the the time or money to get down to City Field, mm -hmm. like you know, this guy might be a star. Let me go watch them yeah. play in Buffalo, mm -hmm. uh, Syracuse. I'm sorry, um, but the teams. Not that I don't think they're really taking advantage of the players, but I think that it's to them, it's almost like practice. It's yeah. like this is practice. I mean, it's cool if they win a title, but like the the main goal here is to find the diamond sure. that's going to make it mm -hmm. at City Field yep. and help the big team, you know, uh, succeed. Right. But you remember what happened down at uh, Port St. Lucie? They redid the the clubhouse. Yes. And the Wilpons didn't want them yeah. to use it. This they, is uh, a win for Cohen. That now they can. This. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you don't know, they redid the St. Lucie clubhouse, which is now beautiful. Mm -hmm. And they told the minor leaguers that they should, they can't even when it, it was empty and not being right. used by the big league team. They said the minor league is, yeah, they're not allowed to use it because it should be what you aspire right, to achieve right. when you make the big league. And like a bunch of people were chiming in, like, we know how right. like, we're, we're struggling over here. Yeah. You're not going to get us like a nice couch to sit on. It's Give me insane. A break. But anyway, that's been changed. Yeah. Now they can use it. Thank you, uh, shout out to the fact checkers, AKA all of our loving and adoring fans of orange and blue thing in the <laughs> chat. We appreciate you. We, we don't say fact checkers as a derogatory term. No, we love you guys all love. and you all keep us on our toes, which is great. So let us know where you're watching from. Again, we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. Share the show. If you want some free stuff, that's how we pick things out each week. Post it on your wall. Post on your wall. If you're watching on Facebook, share the show. If you hit the little retweet button on Twitter, we will scroll through and next week, select someone. Last week, I said that we were going to change it from the Coors Light stuff, but yes. we are keeping it rolling for this week. Okay. I got a message back from the Mets. We are going to start getting those giveaways, awesome. but it's not going to start until the next homestand. So okay. I don't have stuff to give out yet. No worries. Uh, so sit tight with that, but let us know where you're watching from. We got St. Augustine, Florida in the house. We got Fairlawn, New Jersey. Re Rebecca Graziano won last week. Yes, on the share contest. We got Michael Hooks in Denver. Um, we have uh, Matt Lanzoff in Columbus, Ohio. I think people like to hear their names on the show. Sometimes. For sure. Uh, I like when you say my name on the show. Oh, look at that. <laughs> we got Karen checking in from Staten Island. How you doing? I drove through Staten Island yesterday. I hate that for you. It wasn't that much traffic though, actually. Really? Yeah. Uh, I know Staten what Island gets day? a bad rap. I have nothing against Staten Island, but because driving of the dumps. Staten it's Island. because of the dumps. Yeah. So let's be honest. When you're driving on the 440, the outer bridge crossing, cutting down, trying to get towards the shore, whatever road you might take, uh, it is stinky over there uh, <laughs> because it's hot. It's I like guess. hot mounds yeah. of garbage Especially covered. If you guys are watching the show from Denver or wherever, you've never been to Staten Island. I'm not trying to talk shit on Staten Island, but this one area that you drive past on the 440, if it's hot, just close the windows. Yeah. Make sure you got your windows closed and break out the uh, clothespin for your nose because yeah. it's not the best. Um, as long as there's no traffic, you're golden. But I know some great people live, live there. Dave, Dave Peters. Uh, um, what's the guy from... Uh, uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, um, Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. <laughs> I said David Peterson. David Peterson. Tell me you're a Mets fan without telling me you're yeah, a Mets yeah, fan. Yeah. Not, yeah, not him. 
uh yeah it's like that we were talking about too like we all have like minors in uh you know health yes. after knowing about valley fever and thoracic outlet then we do things like that where we right. just switch people's first and last Pete davidson names. i'm sorry <laughs> and also all the impractical jokers who i'm a big fan of oh I have to tell you something about that, I by the way. I love that for me. Uh, in a little bit. Cool. So, yeah, anyway, the Mets are going down to uh, D.C. today and Atlanta tomorrow for a, a three-game set and then Yankee big Stadium games, next weekend. Big games. I got an email last night from a fan saying, where are we sitting tomorrow? Some fans think that we just have outings like every uh, every away. I wish we could do that. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we get hit up a lot, actually, yeah. from people that say, hey, we want to start like a chapter in this city. Oh. But like I always kind of, you that's, know, that's like a, a little lot. bit of a control freak on this. It's not even, but that's not about you being a control freak. It's that you own a brand and a right, business, right, right, and right. to relinquish you that can't control, give the keys you to don't the brand know. and have them make a banner with your logo yeah. and call it. An It'd be one thing if like Lizzie moved to a different state and was like, right, "Hey, I want right, to start this up here." Right. You know, Lizzie, you trust Lizzie, whatever. Right, do that right. to somebody you're not really. To, mm. Well, that's why. To be completely honest, I mean, you have the access to the Instagram account because yeah. when you're doing Big Apple uh, trivia, mm -hmm. uh, I mean. I don't want to be silent on the internet when I'm busy, but right. like this weekend I'm at a race. So like I was listening to the game on Saturday. It was on picks. It was on 11 yes. mm -hmm. and I brought my mobile hotspot with me. You can't watch SNY on uh, SNY's. It was not SNY. Right. So when I go and check and sign into optimum and try to select to watch the game, you can't because it was on SNY and it was on 11 uh -huh. and 11's not available to watch on like the on demand. Why? I don't know. Cause it's like a local network. Right. So That's I wasn't dumb. able to watch the game. So I'm listening to the game. And you were there for the walk-off, which is great. Conforto came back so nice. and had the walk-off. I was very happy for him. I was nice really happy. Game, pretty boy. Which is great. They pulled his <laughs> shirt off. You know, like you, you got to gotta redo it. Right? I know. I got to make a 2021 edition, my shirtless walk-off. Did they pull shirt. off uh, uh, John Smith? Yes. Uh, Trick's shirt? Yes, they did. But he had like Nipple, an undershirt No, no, no. On, right? Nipples were out. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I was all about it. Nipples were out. So uh, <laughs> in just a little bit, we are going to be joined by Jeremy Wolf. Hopefully you guys stick around for that. Yes. And we did hit up um, Mama Alonzo. What did she call herself? Mama Bear Alonzo. Mama Bear Alonzo. I, mm -hmm. I want to not mess that up. <laughs> but I wasn't sure if she went by Mama Bear or not. But uh, we got a question to keep the theme going of the last guest yes. and ask the next guest a Which question. Which I genuinely love how that worked out. That yeah. the mother of someone who had to go through the minor leagues gets to ask somebody like Jeremy a question. Yeah, I think that's gonna be absolutely. Awesome. So let's talk about the minor leagues a little bit because yes. this came out yesterday or, or a couple days ago, the 27th. So that was yesterday. Yeah. Um, Someone found this information. I'm I'm assuming it's factual. It's making the rounds as if it is. I feel like uh, advocates be... for minor leaguers on yeah, Twitter. So it them. says the Mets and Phillies are about to wrap up their weekend series between these two teams. Who would you rather play for? And if you're listening afterwards, you can't see it, but it's a chart. On the left is the Mets. On the right are the Phillies. And basically, the Phillies smack the Mets around in every category here. Uh, not basically, they are. So uh, extended spring training for the Mets, no salary. For the Phillies, salary. In low A ball, for the Mets, no housing uh, stipend. For the Phillies, housing stipend. Uh, I'm saying that right, right? Stipend? Yeah. I am so glad high, you're saying it because I have no idea. Fact checkers, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> high A, uh, team hotel not fully covered. That's for the Mets. Mm -hmm. For the Phillies, team hotel fully covered. In double A, no housing stipend. In for the Phillies, housing stipend, mm -hmm. and in AAA for the Mets, no housing stipend, and for the Phillies, housing stipend. So across the board, not great. Yeah, and um, we know that either uh, Steve Cohen or Steve Cohen's people do check into Orange and Blue thing yeah. every once in a while. So when we get Jeremy, if he has like a message directly for the Mets, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. But um, I know that Steve Cohen is very active in trying to do the right thing. Yeah, and changing things around the and, around and the team. 
granted, there were a lot of things that needed changing when, right, he, right, when right. he took control of this so team. But I this is see, one of the more pressing matters. Yeah, I don't see this being something that would stay around forever because, yeah. I mean, and we, we read about also, re, like last week, yeah. the uh, the Baltimore Orioles minor leaguers were like sleeping in their cars. Yeah. Their housing or their their hotel, was, I think it was their whatever, double it was like canceling yeah. after like that week. And it was crazy too because the official Twitter account wrote on Twitter, if you're willing to like house these guys, yeah. hit us up. But that's, and I'm going to shouldn't let, even have to do that. I that's know. crazy. And I'm going to let Jeremy talk about it more, but there is a lot of COVID protocols that have been put in place that are making it even harder for the minor leaguers to find housing, to find a place to sleep. And it's really, it's, it's an issue. It's even worse now living in pandemic times than it was before, which is hard to believe because it's always been very bad, but I'll let Jeremy talk more about that when he gets on. It's here. insane. It's yeah, insane. It's and really like bad. we said, like, how can these guys, you know, do their job, which is to try to succeed at, at baseball right. mm -hmm. and also live their lives as humans, yep. you know, and it's the same thing. Like we talk about, uh, not we, but like mm -hmm. people talk about, you know, uh, certain employees that should make a certain wage, a living wage. Yep. They're not making that. I know it's insane. It's, I don't know. We could rant about this forever, but it's, I don't understand how these billionaire owners who you know it, it just seems like such a fixable problem well we hear about some players that give back right yes. once they make it to the bigs they mm -hmm. try to do what they can for their for their their squad right coming through but uh we have well, someone here checking in it shouldn't be yeah. the same thing that this shouldn't be on the the families of the of the host teams either exactly uh so it says uh on twitter i think it says marinized um covid canceled the host families for minor league players yes. hopefully that changes which we heard about we were talking about as well but right families i know that they love to do it like eileen plunkett yeah. who lives up in binghamton she's big for the b mets and then the uh the uh, booster club mm -hmm. which is great they love um you know it's an extra level of being a fan yeah like, you know a lot we know a lot of diehard mets fans right. you know mj and nancy are big with like the families and they're always yes. at the games shout out to them the mets did something for pride night on friday with awesome. them. awesome do you see i'm sorry mj won the signed Degrom jersey no that's so it's awesome, like a no. season ticket holder really? way. it was a raffle and she just happened to win it she oh, never won before awesome. that's crazy anyway so, continue uh, you know, they love the team and they love going to the ballpark and so on and so forth. And the, the people who live in Binghamton love the BMS yep. and they do what they can to help the team, but they shouldn't have to do I that. Know. I like know. they do nights where like they cook for them, like come in and have pasta and whatever, like pasta and meatball night for the players. It's like so that's a nice wild. thing, but it's, it's wonderful. Nuts. But it's literally the owners are putting it on the fans and the right. the players that happen to work out to keep your minor leaguers right. alive. It's like let's start a GoFundMe for these players so they can it's eat. It's crazy, N insane. I hate it. Insane. Um, can you see my feet? I'm sorry. My uh, flip flop no. broke when I walked <laughs> in the door. So I'm basically not wearing shoes. I just want to make sure. That yeah. And people can't see. Well, they, we both look like we're just you having legs. Stand up and do a right, twirl. Let me, let me show you off. look really lovely today. Thank look, you. Look at Darren's fit. Straight fire. Might I add? So, you, <laughs> you can tell the people what's going on here. Yeah. We, we got the, uh, the brand new merch drop. Tell me, is it, is, has it dropped? Not yet. Wednesday. 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 You can own this exact fit. The button-up shirt and the matching shorts yes. are going up on Wednesday. And uh, we got koozies. Definitely. Yeah. Koozies, towels. Yes. It's, it's, it's awesome. We got, Love it's it. called party time. So set your Perfect alarms. Perfect for club Mets. Yeah. Oh my God. Send I should send them some. <gasps> Yeah, I got to do that. That was magic. Damn, I got to pull some. Magic just happened. Um, do you know the comedian <laughs> Eric D'Alessandro? Yes. Okay. So like you said, I have access to Instagram. I saw that notification come in. I, I, I don't read your DMs, but it took everything in there. I was like, oh my God, I need to ask him about this. He hit this. me up. Like, I saw that. I saw he's a Mets fan. Uh -huh. I follow his account. I think it's hilarious. Kelly Watt. I Kelly will be him. in the next room like giggling, and I know why. <laughs> 
because she's watching this guy's video. He's so, so funny. Look him you, up on Instagram yeah, if you haven't. He's, he's from Staten Island, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he lives in Texas now. Yeah. But he hit me up because he wants he wants a set. Yeah, I love it. So I'm like, don't for you, I'm gonna put, put a set aside. Uh, so yeah, definitely check him out. That was cool to get. Like, so because I've been following him. His his rant on like Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> was awesome. He's like, why I saw is that one? you know the customer's always right, but like when you say. I'm totally butchering this, but <laughs> when you get a drink, let's say they make it wrong, uh -huh. they make it seem like you're the one, like it's wrong for you to say like, hey, can like this yeah, is can not you right. Fix this? Yeah. yeah. Instead, no. like you just pretend that it's good and, and drink and it anyway. And just drink it and yeah. die. No, I love him. I totally I'm, butchered my, that, but watch fine. it. My heart dropped when I got that notification because I thought he was DMing me. I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. No, but it's, I love yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry to ruin that for you. It's okay. I just can't wait to see him in the outfit. So yeah, me too. Love that. So uh, definitely want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Dugout Mugs. Before we get too deep into the show, yes, um, they are back to the free knob shot, which is insane wow. because they I know they gave away hundreds of these things right so far. So if you want a free knob shot, go to dugoutmugs.com slash seven line. And they basically for their their you know their regular business, they're not regular, but for their main business that started this whole thing was the bat mug. So they take the top of a baseball bat, cut it off. And hollow it out and turn it into a 12 ounce mug but they don't want to waste the bats so they they use the bottom of it as a knob shot so they hollow that out as well and um all you have to do is pay the shipping and handling so it's normally 24.50 you can get it for eight dollars and 95 cents which is incredible and they're always running deals so if you look at the top you're on if you're watching live right now on the top they have different promo codes so you could basically get the knob shot and then buy something else and then use one of their promo codes to get a discount on a whole other item i know tara Love talks it. about this all the time yes uh, I was a big fan. Big fan. So uh, get your free knob shot. Go to dugoutmugs.com slash seven line. Great idea. Great friends of the show. Local business down in Florida. Mm -hmm. And everyone's, you know, everyone local business wise is just trying to get back on their feet these days. So yes, support. Do, and they're giving you away a free knob yeah. shot somehow. So definitely go to their website, pick one up and uh, they'll get it right out the door for you. So um, speaking of small businesses, we were talking about before we went live, uh -huh. the, the thing on the door up the street, I went, got my lunch before the show from so i can where? eat it from the salad shop what's it called sexy salad <laughs> sexy salad is the best i just love that name shout out to the robertson family who uh you know i walk in i like going to places where like they hey darren i don't like yeah. it's, it's cool i yeah. get to go there all the that's time that's me at my local hummus by my house yeah the college boys that work there it's great. the people next to them owe like a hundred and seventy thousand dollars in rent so like Yikes. not that we want to go on like this i don't know how you feel about them and i know uh -huh. Mets, some mets fans don't like them but barstool uh -huh. so they did the barstool fund they gave out millions yes. and millions of dollars this to was really great you have to admit. but this is the kind of place that would have yeah you know um thrived from that sort mm -hmm. of help right. so um yeah it is what it is but the uh 170 grand in back rent that's crazy it's it was a shitty year man well i know but you know it's great it is it was a shitty year mm -hmm. but now that things seem like back to normal, you were at the game on Saturday. Yeah. Probably felt like a normal day. Very normal. Uh, the Bordy Barn is open full capacity. They were open yesterday. That's wall to wall me. people. <laughs> that kind of scares me. I have never been to the Bordy Barn. Really? Even pre-COVID times. Kind Look of at this me. photo. I got to pull this up. I don't know if you saw it on my Twitter yesterday. I sent it to KFC because he's a he's a big Bordy Barn fan as well, and he posted it. This is from DJ Doug O'Mara, who holds oh, it down at God. the Bordy Barn. I don't know if you guys can see it, but this is hundreds and hundreds of people underneath a tent listening to like sing-along style music and drinking beers so you know you look at that and then you look at like the sign on the door and it's, you're like holy shit like the that yin still yang. happened yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It crazy may be back to normal but it's definitely not right back right to normal so let's bring this up because i you know what we've talked about this 
about two months ago. Okay. I'm not going to say what it was, but remember I was going to talk about something and I didn't. And um, was it a sponsor for the show? No, no, no. Like a topic <laughs> that we kind of glanced over and I was like, should I talk about this? And you and Lizzie are both like, nah, don't even bother. Don't give it attention. Oh, yes. So we didn't. And that's done. Right. It's gone. Mm -hmm. It's already over. It's great. That wasn't even 15 minutes. Uh -huh. It was like uh, 15 innings. If you know, you know. Two seconds, right? Yeah. So this happened at an outing and we didn't talk about it because it's not worth really the the uh, attention because that's what they want is attention. Right. But I do want to bring it up now and not because of the attention about how this is even happening. I don't know how this got into the stadium. Exactly. And that's why I want to talk about it. And, you know, not that it, it has nothing to do with what it says. It's the sheer size of it. Exactly. How did it get into the stadium? Well, I don't want to shit on the Mets. We're good friends of the Mets. Right. We love the Mets. They're great to us. We we hopefully that we're great to them as well. And um, I understand as times do get back to whatever this normal is, which seems like straight up normal now. Uh, Lizzie pops her head in here <laughs> with her eyes wide, uh, eating she, anxiously. <laughs> maybe she even missed it. But yeah. um, this is the second time now in like a month someone's brought in like a. 30 by 15 Trump one banner. And it clearly is Cindy not Field. allowed because security immediately you makes can't bring backpacks. Away. Well, no, you can't bring backpacks. Yeah. I bring my drawstring bag and I bring my flag and my flagpole, which takes up my entire bag. Right. This would have to, this folded up, even if it's like the super, like a super thin material that right. being folded up would take up way more than a backpack. Yeah. How this is getting into the ballpark? I don't say I want to say it's like an inside job, but how this is getting into the ballpark and happening twice it's in a month fishy. is crazy. Yeah. So I don't want this to come down to um, this stadium security having to do overly thorough checks. Right. Have you ever seen the video of the one guy outside of a football game and he's like, Yeah. No, he's just like this, like not even looking and <laughs> yeah. like passing people through. Yeah. I, like I don't want it to be that lax. Uh huh. But I also don't want it to get to the point where now everything has to be overly searched. But However, this gets into the ballpark doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, especially they go you through have, bags, and you have plenty of experience of bringing in and it's signs. Not winter, banners. you're not like yeah. hiding it in your jacket. Yeah, you know it's 95 degrees out. It's very large, and you can't even bring like a sign into the stadium without showing security. What does it say? And again, this isn't about what it says, but you see something that big in someone's bag, you're going to ask, "What is that? Right. What does it say? Right. Can we see it?" Right. And I don't understand how that doesn't happen. I don't know. It's crazy. And uh, whatever. Someone's got to figure it out because clearly they they want the attention and that's why they're doing it because they don't care because they probably get don't, kicked don't out. Don't tell right me after this it. happened on Degrom Day. You 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 can't go to a Jacob Degrom start and really this is your focus. Right, right, right. You're watching right. Jacob Degrom. Right. Come on. Right. Whatever. Yeah, crazy. So that's the story with that. I don't know like why uh, or not not why uh, how this is happening, but yeah. we did talk about last week our sign contest yes and how you did just this go it's not going good because oh, we crap. never gave anyone like a an incentive we have to come Didn't up with some we kind say of we were gonna give free shit yeah but let's let's figure out what that is why don't we give them a party pack this is gonna be sold out by the time that happens <laughs> um that. i think that what we need to do is like give someone like free tickets to a game or some kind of experience an outing or something an outing tickets, outing yeah. tickets? I could do home ones. Okay. I could figure out a way to get people to go to home games. So what we need to do, I'm giving you an assignment. Okay. I know you're busy today. You're going to the beach. No, it's great. I love homework. If you can write up a blog post oh, about this, okay. And maybe include a couple of photos of your favorite banners. Okay. And then we'll come up with a prize for this. My so, favorite banners they have to be mine. Yeah, sure. Or mine or okay. any ones you've ever seen or anything that, okay. you know, that Whatever. I don't know if I can look at my face that much. So if you guys missed the show last week, we want people to get involved in bringing signs back to the ballpark. Uh, we've both done it. I got ejected once <laughs> uh, at City Field. 
uh, Julia became the trash can girl for the <laughs> yes, Nationals. Um, anything that's going to like just have have fun with it. You know, yeah. get creative, make a sign, whether it's support for an all-star game player. Although, or, you know, I don't think we're going to have any home games before the next We're not, show. but whatever. Just start thinking. Yes. Get your creative juices flowing. Buy some oak Or it could tag. be from another game this season. Or a road game. There doesn't have to be a home game. That's true. We're in Yankee Stadium this weekend. You could be so going to Yankee go. Stadium this weekend yes. on America's birthday on yes. Sunday. Uh, we will not be there. No. But maybe you will be. Make a sign. And all we want you to do is take a picture of your sign at the game. And if you get on the broadcast, it's extra brownie points. Right. And then maybe you'll be the winner. So, like, if we get enough of these, we can't just get one and be like, all right, right you won. Right. We get a few. Get Minimum enough. of five entries. Yeah, we need five entries. How hard is it to make Come a sign? On. Have fun with it. And it's just, it's fun. Just do something creative. Don't be rude. Don't be. Right. I mean, you can be kind of. I don't know. I've been a little. I've pushed Edgy. the boundaries with some yeah. signs. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the Wang Yuribe one. Do you remember that one? Like, was it anything about a Coke can or anything? It, somewhat. It alluded to. It was after the uh, rally dildo was okay. found in Pluwecki's locker. Uh -huh. and they brought a sign the next day that said, <laughs> "said Hey Pluwecki, we all miss Wang Yuribe, but that's a bit much." And Degrom <laughs> right. loved it. Yeah, 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 Degrom yeah. laughed at it and they threw saw me a ball. You, right? Yeah, they loved it. They that's had great. they sent over a man in a suit to take a photo of it. So I don't know where it is. Yeah. But um, so, you know, you can get creative. The security guards had no idea what it meant. Got me in the door. The right eye saw it. The rest is history. There you go. So, so uh, let's bring in our guest if you want to lead oh, in here. Yay. Sure. So uh, we've already been talking about him pretty much the whole show, I feel like. Um, but today's guest is an executive director of More Than Baseball, a nonprofit organization whose mission is to protect and enhance the future of the game of baseball by allowing every ball player to live a better life during and after their careers, as we said, with a specific focus on minor league players. Uh, if that wasn't enough of a reason to get behind him, his personal minor league career began when he was selected by the New York Mets in the 31st round of the 2016 draft. And he co-hosts a podcast, uh, The Grind Podcast, with Chase Darno, the brother of our old friend, Travis Darno. So... Please welcome Jeremy Wolf. Jeremy, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, guys. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to be on. I know. This is finally face-to-face. -face. This is great. Yes. How are you? I'm good. I'm but good. That was a hell of an intro. Thank you. I'm going to tell, tell my mother about it later. <laughs> she won't believe me. We, we always try to hype up the, the intros. I feel like we always get a good, good response on them. Uh, but so I very yeah. briefly explained the goals of More Than Baseball. But so why don't you give our viewers who may not have heard of it prior uh, or really not understand the need for it, what is it? What are you guys doing? Why to start? Yeah. Yeah. So I played two years with the New York Mets in 2016, 2017. I was a 31st round draft pick and they don't even have that round anymore. Um, I signed for very little, around $5,000 in after taxes. It was even less than that. And so when I got to playing minor league baseball, there were uh, there were pitfalls in what I thought was going to be uh, you know, support given to me by, by, by any Every guy goes through problems where they say, well, um, I wish things were different. And so I had to buy my own housing and food and equipment. Um, there was no transitioning for me out of playing. There was uh, very little to no mental health coaching. There was nothing surrounding me as a ball player that was going to help my uh, performance and my development. It was your, your own and good luck. Um, so I was released in 2017. I, I was in Brooklyn, uh, herniated disc in my back uh, during a game, um, had surgery very quickly after. And um, was released before I could walk that after that surgery. Uh, and so after that moment, I was like, okay, something needs to be done, right? To support all minor league baseball players on that journey to the big leagues and then helping transition out. And so more than baseball is that response. Um, you know, again, like we're grateful for the opportunity to, to play minor league baseball. It is a dream come true. Every, every guy will say that. 
Uh, that being said, like more than baseball is that tool for player development that the um, many of the clubs don't adhere to. Uh, we, we fill in the holes in which they don't help their minor leaguers. And so more than baseball's job is to uh, work with the Players Association, more, uh, minor league baseball, major league baseball to help guys, um, you know, on that journey. And so we've had a lot of success just because of how we talk about baseball. We love baseball. We want it to be better. And so the fact that there are problems within minor league baseball means uh, we need to do more. We need to do better by them. So uh, when did you decide to get involved in this? Like how soon after your baseball career was over and like, what was the, like the launching point for it? Yeah. So I got released in October, 2017. I, um, in, in March of 2018, the save America's pastime act came out. It was basically a law that um, was put into this giant spending bill in 2018 that said uh, minor league baseball players are not uh, subject to overtime or minimum wage. And I was just fed up. I was, I was frankly, I was just upset and I was pissed that minor leaguers time and time again just don't have the ability to focus on being a professional baseball player when they play for a major league baseball organization, when major league baseball, yes, makes uh, all that per year and minor leaguers are just left in the dust. And I knew that during my time playing, like there were things that just could have easily been implemented to make things easier for us. And if you make things easier for the players, they're going to perform better at their job. Right. So if I had a mattress... I would probably sleep better. If I slept better, I'd play better. If I had, uh, you know, equipment at my disposal, I would probably perform better on the field and therefore I would develop better and, and be a better prospect or um, be a tool for the Mets to use or trade away. Um, and so more than baseball started like that day because I knew there was something that I could do within my community to help my friends that were still playing. Uh, many of them who are still playing and me who's out here just trying to help them get to the big leagues. And then if they don't make it and the majority of the time they won't transition them out into something that's successful for them. So too often guys are 28, 29, 30 with nothing to show for it. And they go, man, playing professional baseball is a waste of time instead of setting them, setting them up for success um, when, you know, after their careers are over. And so more than baseball understands all of this. We play an important role in the journey of these players because someone is finally there helping them get through it. Right. And it's crazy because it was already to begin with such a struggle. And now we got COVID thrown into it. So, you know, I know the big leagues did a lot of communication with the big league players in order to, you know, put uh, safety procedures and protocols and measure to kind of get it off the ground this year. Um, and there were some protocols put in place for the minor leaguers, but to my knowledge, they were not kind of part of that conversation. And it's having even more detrimental effects on the lives of minor leaguers. So can you kind of talk about that and how COVID has now come into play and making it even harder than it was before? Yeah, like minor leaguers don't have a say in anything. That's uh, just the way the way that it's always been. Yeah. And so this year, minor leaguers don't have the opportunity to be in a host family. That's a free place to live. When you're making eleven hundred or twelve hundred dollars a month, you need every break you can get. And when Major League Baseball says these guys can't live with host families, then guys go, "What do I do? Pay four hundred dollars of my twelve hundred dollars a month to housing or more right. um, to to <laughs> try to make try to make ends meet?" And so that's why. Last year during COVID, we raised um, $1.6 million with the Players Trust and Adam Wainwright and Daniel Murphy and David Dahl and Max Scherzer and Ryan Zimmerman and Jacob deGrom and all of these um, big leaguers who go, you know, there's there's an opportunity for me to give back and this is how I want to do it. I want to help guys through, through COVID. Um, 
And from that, we were able to save a little bit of money and save $50,000 that the Players Trust had given. And, and with them, um, we're giving out $50,000 worth of housing grants to players now because they need help on, on finding a place to live. And so I want to do right by them. I want to do right by the game. And, and more than baseball is really important because we, we do what isn't being done to support the future of the game, to support future major leaguers, to support um, the youth in, in relationship with major league, uh, minor league communities. And so there are so many different layers to this. Um, and if you're a casual baseball fan, you know minor league baseball players don't get paid much. But there's so, there's so much more to it than that. Why? Why don't they get paid much? Why isn't anybody there supporting them? Who is there supporting them and why are they doing it? There's so right. many different people you know, in this community that are that are part of that. You know, it's crazy. Uh, just thinking back to some Cyclones games back in the day, I don't know if they still do this, but you walk down the right field towards the outfield area where you can like loop around to the back. Like, I don't know what they call that deck area, like the right field bleachers. The The bullpen had a like a bucket or a hat or something. If you could throw like a penny in it or a quarter in it, they would give you a signed ball. And it said like laundry money. Like how sad is that? That's sad. Yeah, because it probably wasn't like a joke. <laughs> no, it was. It was legit. I think the quarters would probably go to the machine and do right, your laundry. Right. Unbelievable. That's wild. Um. So we saw this tweet floating around yesterday. Uh, we pulled it up a little earlier that some teams do much more than others, and one specifically being our beloved Mets don't do all that much mm -hmm. as far as the housing and the stipend and all that. Um. Do you know why or what what the case may be? Why some teams do more than others, and and what does that come down to? It comes down to focus, right? We've spoken to every single team. We know the mental skills coaches or we know the player development staff. And when we talk to teams and we say, hey, like, are you doing this for your players? And they say, no. And we say, well, why? Well, there's not enough focus on them or there's not enough resources or there's not enough um, importance in it. And so it's really interesting to think like these guys are there for a reason. These guys are there to perform and play baseball and they could be used as valuable assets, uh, you know, right now in a trade or to extend or create a championship window or whatever it might be. And so when we see these things where teams are, are there are different ways that they're, um, you know, going, going about business. It's really interesting to see like who puts importance on minor league players and making sure like the culture of minor league baseball is strong. Um, Obviously, the Dodgers are like one of the best in the league at doing this, and they always have a really strong uh, farm system. Mm -hmm. uh, some teams aren't. And so it's just the value that they put in, like their minor league system. Some teams go, we're just going to bring our prospects up. And some teams go, well, you know, we need to value everybody. And that creates a different culture uh, in the locker room and in the clubhouse and within the organization. Um, but when we talk to teams, all they want to do is like the coaching staff just wants their players to play better. And they're not given every opportunity to do so. And so more than baseball's job is to like work with teams to say that we are a resource that players can use because they are they don't know how or they don't have the resources. They don't have the energy or the time. But when there are 180 minor league baseball players in an organization and not all of them can get the focus that, that they're deserved, you're going to leave them in the dust. And that's honestly not good enough. It's not good enough for baseball and it's not good enough for those guys because right. every guy is there for a reason, right? If he wasn't there, don't have him there, right? So uh, the teams aren't doing enough because they just don't know how or they don't want to. And that's unfortunate and that just shouldn't be the case. Right. Well, I'm glad we have young because I, I feel like we're like this is 
a lot of people that watch the sport maybe things that are out of sight out of mind mm -hmm. and i feel like the more you bring awareness to stuff the more you talk about it uh it puts more things on the radar and uh you know i think that this is a very important thing to be talking about so sure. um so so glad to have you on so far but um what we do i don't know if you know about this about our show we have our last guest ask the next guest a question so our last guest was Mama Bear Alonzo. Pete Alonzo's mom. Pete Alonzo's mom <laughs> oh, was, no was our last guest. So she has a question for you. Okay. And uh, let me pull it up here. So uh, here we go. This is her question <laughs> to you. For the people that are listening afterwards, I'm going to read it. What's uh, the most embarrassing thing your mother has ever done? <laughs> and then she followed that up with also, please let Jeremy know how much all baseball moms appreciate what he's doing. So she gave you a little props and a question. So wholesome. Well, that's me. It's so nice to meet you. So uh, I just want to say about Pete. I just want to say about Pete, and I hope she's still listening. Uh, I was I had the opportunity to play with Pete in 2017 in spring training with the Mets, uh, and and Pete grew up in Florida with a, like one of my best friends named Mac Bierman, and uh, Pete could not have been a nicer, more genuine, uh, more incredible person than I had the opportunity to play baseball with. So thank you, Mrs. Pete Alonso, for uh, for really for raising a, an awesome guy. He has given so much to more than baseball. Uh, on air last year, he was wearing custom cleats that we do with major leaguers. He, mm -hmm. We buy them, they design them, they wear them, they sign them, they put them on social media and it goes to supporting more than baseball. And Pete did them and talked on air with Ken Rosenthal about them. And then this year he made an NFT with another minor leaguer, Tommy Wilson, who, um, and they, they raised $10,000 for Homers for Heroes and more than baseball. So like in the growing more than baseball like pete is an integral part of that because he believes that this is the right thing to do so thank you like i just awesome. want to say thank you for 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 i don't know having him but thank you for <laughs> for just raising such a good dude um so the question was the most embarrassing thing my mom has ever done <laughs> yeah uh, that's so funny so my mother's italian my father's jewish mm -hmm. and that should just give you a, a like gold mine combination who i am yeah and um my mother would always like cheer loudly <laughs> uh but like only at me <laughs> and so like i would do something good or i would do something bad and she would like always like that's my boy like that's my boy like that's my guy <laughs> and so like i would see her go like that's my son like that's my son that's uh talking that's with the boy. hands very italian yeah uh and talking with the hands and all that <laughs> stuff and so like i always like would blow her kisses i'm not i don't feel embarrassed when that stuff happens so like i would do something and i would blow her a kiss so every time like i'd hit a home run i'd like blow her a kiss and Aww. there were only a few of those but so i would embarrass her more than she uh <laughs> embarrassed me <laughs> that's sweet i love that so i guess now the most important question is how can we as fans help you guys what can yeah. the people watching right now do to support more than baseball well, you guys are doing a lot, right? You're helping me tell my story. You're helping <laughs> tell more than baseball story. That's incredible. I mean, it, it, it's part of the journey of all of this happening. Like the reason we've had success is because of Ken Rosenthal goes, this is the right thing to do. And because mm -hmm. of Jeff Passan writes this, and because of June Lee talks about us here, and um, because major leaguers go, this is the right, is the right thing for the game. Um, Fans and 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 um, moms can can donate to more than baseball. It goes directly to our programs, education, helping minor leaguers um, get uh, either college scholarships or or into uh, a college or university. Um, we're building an ESL program where Latin guys can, um, after they get released, um, jump into this ESL program so they can get a student visa, and stay in America, and be able to help awesome. provide for their families after their careers are over. 
Um, and so, all, you know, there's that, there's the financial guidance program, there's career development for bringing in teams to people to help minor leaguers build resumes and LinkedIn's and help finding jobs after their careers are over. There's also just performance stuff. Like the more money we raise, the more we can help distribute back to guys and direct financial assistance or, um, you know, equipment or, you know, helping buy spreads for teams. We have this program right now we call spread crushers where fans and, and players are, um, encouraged to buy snacks for clubhouses or with our 150 or 200 ambassadors or so. So, um, you know, we have that. You can donate at morethanbaseball.org. And then we have uh, like about 40 monthly donors right now. And they just get like behind the scenes stuff, like extras on the podcast with me and Chase Darno. Um, you know, this week we're interviewing, um, you know, uh, let's see, we got Gabrielle Stark coming up today, um, a former minor leaguer, Brett Lauren. Uh, we have uh, June Lee coming up on Thursday. And so just stay in tune to our social media and we're going to start uh, promoting more of these. We'd love to have you guys on uh, after I'm done with all of this like <laughs> Team Israel Olympic stuff. So down yeah, the that's but, also um, awesome. Yeah. Congrats on that. Thank so you. cool. That's yeah, amazing. It's, uh, it's some, look, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than something. Right, it's you're the play, Olympics. You're playing? Uh, I, I wanted to ask because obviously yeah. I Google stalked you a little bit to write this little intro and I saw on your wiki page, it said something about from 2019, but then obviously the Olympics got canceled. So I didn't know what are you doing now? Yeah. So, uh, so more than baseball is like my full-time job. Right. Um, and I'm also like on team Israel, like getting no ready way. for the Olympics. Yeah. So, so like it's, it's like Danny Valencia, Ian Kinsler, Blake Galen, Ty Kelly. I was going to say former, Ty Kelly, yeah. Met, uh, great. I think his jersey's retired by now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'll have to go check. I can't remember. <laughs> um, but we qualified back in 2019. Right. Uh, Peter Kurz and Eric Holtz like put together this unbelievable team, and we just that's awesome. Just so sick. Jews from around the world that uh, are <laughs> representing Israel as part of the the Olympic journey. We happen to qualify and. We're going to New York City. Okay, so here's the deal. We're going to New York, July 7th. July 11th, we play at MCU Park or whatever it's called right now. We're playing the Firefighters. I'll send you guys a schedule. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then throughout New York, I think we're going to Central Islip soon. Like at the end, I think like July 20th. And then um, we're playing like around. Stadium. Yeah. Yeah, we're playing like around New York. It's like around like the block from Pennsylvania. us. You yeah. guys are like going on tour. That's awesome. We're doing like a barnstorming <laughs> tour. Yeah. That is so cool. That's awesome. Well, uh, good luck with that. Yeah, it's uh, amazing. That's awesome. But yeah, we, we are very excited to have you on. But you know what? It's a shame that I love what you're doing and you're doing a phenomenal job. I'm I'm it's disappointing that it even needs to be a thing. Right. You know, there's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. freaking money in baseball. And um, you know, the, from the the top down, well, not down because from the top to the middle right. <laughs> is making money and the down isn't. Yeah. Um, and I understand it's a job and it's a struggle and and the, the end game is to become a major leaguer, but you shouldn't have to struggle to get there. Right. So um, yeah, I mean it, it's a phenomenal job and keep doing what you're doing. We love it and we'll support it and let us know if there's anything else we could ever do. To and help I you also want to say, uh, Jeremy, we know for a fact that Steve Cohen, owner of the Mets, happens to watch this show every now and then. So mm -hmm. if you were to be able to say something directly to the owner of the Mets, yeah. what would you like to say? Do the right thing. It's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, paying your minor leaguers a livable wage is the right thing to do. Uh, it creates a better future for your players. It creates a better pipeline of, of guys coming in. Um, and your fans will absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. um, it's good for business when minor league baseball players have what they need to to be minor league baseball players, and then they'll be able to go back in the community, or you'll set themselves, you'll set them up for success when their careers are over. 
um, you know, as a team owner, like you have the power to um, to make lasting change. And if lasting change, it comes in the form of a World Series, that's great. Mm-hmm. It's much needed because it's been a while, but <laughs> yeah. it's great. But to create lasting change for the game of baseball and setting the example for what the right thing to do is, this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Paying minor leaguers minimum wage for 12 months a year is uh, uh, roughly, I think, around $4.5 million per year added to your payroll. So we're looking at one average leaguer added to your payroll to pay every minor leaguer minimum wage for an entire year. So we're not talking right. about that much money. Absolutely. In the, you know, in the term of, of baseball money. But um, that's the it's the right thing to do to help players because you're going to have a better organization because of it. it it's that simple. Awesome. Perfectly said. 100%. So uh, all the best in the Olympics. That's, yeah, that's great. Luck. We're going to be so following cool. along and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. You got it. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, you, Jeremy. Absolutely. That was great. Jeremy's that was so cool. I'm so glad we had him on. Me too. And I hope that we were talking about it for a while, but like there's no better time than now. I, exactly. It was, and I, I believe everything happens for a reason. We we're supposed to have him, I think like a month, month ago or so, but timing worked out. You right. went away. We Especially could, with now I understand why. Exactly. How busy he is. I know. I know. It was just, so yeah, you know, I'm also, you know, just playing in the Olympics. No Gosh, big deal. I wanted to ask him about that because it said they qualify in 2019, but I also didn't want to like bum him out if he wasn't playing. So I was hoping he would bring it right, up. Right, right. But no, that was awesome. And I really hope that the viewers listen to that very well took it to heart those who didn't know about this learned something but that's um, what i was bringing up because like it's you know when you think of like certain like i was talking about gofundmes before as a joke but yeah. when it comes down to something that like oh you ever see like uh what was it something recently i, I never really entertain it but some fan wrote something like oh we should start a gofundme to do this and it's like well why should the fans have to pay for this right you know the the owners should pay for this and like the people who are running baseball the league somebody Mm -hmm. should be stepping up and doing what they need to do it shouldn't have to come down to us because we're already doing our part by buying the merch and buying yeah we buy tickets we put money in the owners when you support the seven line money goes back to the league yeah so it's like things are happening every day that's more money is going into the system but it's not trickling down but if we guys trying to make it but if we've learned anything, especially over the past year, is your voice is powerful. And if you speak about something enough and bring enough attention to it, eventually it can't be ignored anymore. So um, that would be my recommendation to everybody is tweet about it, talk about it, at Steve Cohen about it. And um, I don't like losing to the Phillies in anything, yeah. especially something so moral. <laughs> so uh, let's fix that. So yeah, I saw this Cohen. came out, uh, the Tokyo Olympics 2020, the competition schedule. The U- Team USA plays their first game against Israel. Oh wow! On Friday, July thirtieth at oh, nineteen hundred hours, which is what thirteen point that's a lot. Seven p.m. Okay, I'm bad at that. I don't know either. So, uh, and you know who's on the team? Our old buddy Todd Frazier. Oh, yeah, Todd Frazier's on Team USA. And so is Eddie Alvarez. So this is crazy. Uh huh. Think about this. Eddie Alvarez played for the Marlins. Okay. Was in 2014 a speed skater in the Olympics. I heard about that. And this. now he's a baseball player in the Olympics. That's awesome. And like small freaking world, Eddie Alvarez's uh friend, okay, rode motocross and his, <laughs> It all comes back no, to motocross. And his dad uh-huh. is now a photographer at the tracks. Wow. And now that I've like met stuff all over my bikes, he's like, "You know Eddie Alvarez?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But all like right. I thought he was going to talk about the Mets. I'm uh-huh. like, "Oh, he's a minor leaguer, uh, Marlins, yada yada." But like, what is it like the how many degrees of separation from like Kevin Bacon yeah. or something like that? 
It's like, how close can you like trickle back dirt bikes right, to baseball? To baseball. Hey, get those Olympic tickets. Although I saw, I was watching the Olympic, tri- uh, the gymnastics trials last night. Apparently families are not allowed to travel with the athletes to the Olympics this year. How bad does that suck? I mean, I get it because of COVID and there's a lot of the rest of the shit. world isn't doing as well, hot as we are here. We saw the college team that got sent home for COVID protocols. No. Yeah. They, they sent them home and then they... I'm totally butchering this. If anyone wants to fact check us, fact here. checkers, please. Something over the weekend where a team got sent home over uh-huh. COVID protocols, and then the same—I uh, don't know—the the, the um, tournament or whoever uh-huh. posted on Twitter about their capacity, like, "Oh, twenty-two thousand fans are here today." Like, basically, like contradicting what they just—it's right. crazy. It's stupid. I um, get it overseas because the rest of the world isn't doing as great as we are, but still sad for the Olympians. But well, absolutely. So uh, we are getting ready for another week here, and you're probably low on your stock of Coors Lights because, let's be honest, a nice day over this past few days, and you're probably kicking yes. back by the pool or you pre-gaming. Had one this weekend, I did have one yesterday, and I told you, I texted you, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> we were talking resetting. about like what time to start the game, yeah. start the show today, uh-huh. and um, I was like, I'm resetting and chilling right now because <laughs> if you watched a couple weeks ago or a month ago. Mm-hmm. I only drink a beer after a race if I win. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I treated myself. That, that's how I found out Darren won yeah. his race. It wasn't that special, though, because that was my first ever win. Now it's like, I don't want it to become like, oh, yeah, I won. Like, so maybe you have to have an ad- responsibly an additional course life for each win. Could yeah, but then I got to drive home. So I just had one beer right, and then fine. drive home. I had a couple more when I got home. Okay, perfect. But uh, that's the story. That's all that matters. So if you guys want to pick up on your own Coors Lights, which we recommend because it's the best beer in the world, <laughs> go to uh, Drizzly or Instacart. I use Drizzly. Julie uses Instacart. Instacart. But I typed in 41 Seaver Way here as the delivery address if you want to get some beers dropped off for Club Mets. If uh, Donnie yes. Stevenson might be watching and he wants to stock up on the beers for <laughs> uh, the boys after a game, uh, he can do so very easily by going to Drizzly or Instacart. Just type in Coors and your address and you select your beverage of choice. I would select the uh, Coors Light American Lager right here and they can deliver in 60 minutes or less. Awesome. Very freaking convenient you can't get more convenient than that everyone's addicted to their phones these days yep. i'm sure your screen time has been going up up and up and up over the past year <laughs> so uh, yeah you get your chart on sundays right it gives yeah. you like your it how many hours ruins my whole week it's perfect yeah. <laughs> so uh stock up on the beers uh the mets are away this week but they are going to be back in the area this weekend so if you are going to be going to yankee stadium maybe you want to pregame a little bit bring some Coors lights in the cooler i know they don't really do tailgating there but maybe you could uh have one uh, one or two before you head into the ballpark mm-hmm. over there in River Ave. So uh, definitely stock up on your Coors Lights. Always remember to drink responsibly. And Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Um, America, America's party. America's America's party. Amelia calls it the America party, which you it. thought Fourth of July was like yesterday. I'm sorry, I I was I was not good last week. If we're being honest, I'm never good. I'm not good right <laughs> now. But I do know that the Fourth of July is this coming Sunday. Right. So I'm so better than I was last. Week. I think that a lot of people observe Fourth of July like the day after Fourth of July. As do we. So we're not going to do the show next Monday. No, hell no. Because I'm going to be cleaning <laughs> up and you know picking up sparklers right. from my backyard. And uh, so on and so forth. So our show sleeping. next week will be Tuesday. Julie's going to be sleeping. I know <laughs> she's going to sleep in a tent in my backyard. Oh, that was iconic. Uh, it's going to be pretty fun. So <laughs> next weekend, 4th of July, hopefully you guys are celebrating very safely. Um, you know, don't shoot your eye out. And uh, no. Sunday night, I'm teasing this year because I don't know if I'm supposed to, but there mm. might be some, prom- not prominent, but familiar faces or prominent on the broadcast on Sunday night. It's Sunday night baseball. Oh. You know the games at night. 
Yeah, I know. So I'm going to set up uh, either Perfect. the projector or my As TV the fireworks in the yard. Are going off. Fireworks will be going off. The game will be on. Amazing. And some of our friends, I think, are going to be on the show. I actually think I know what this is. The show, whatever. Yeah. On the, the broadcast. Yeah. In like a taped segment. I actually couldn't go to it. Uh, so I suggested other people that they might uh -huh. want to hit up. So uh, if you're watching this weekend, you so might. Exciting. Some people at, at the America party might be signing autographs <laughs> yeah. after this. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, do what you can this weekend to stay safe and have fun and celebrate uh, our country. Do we have contest winners? Uh, we do. But I also have to talk about Project Repo. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Because they are the best and we support them and they support us. We and love uh, them. We know that uh, we have a whole lot, lot of T-shirts going out the door in the next couple of weeks because outings are a thing again. We are going to Pittsburgh with 1,400 fans yeah. in just uh, three weeks oh, wow. from now. And two weeks from now is the New Jersey State Championship that I'm going to try to win. Wow. Uh, let's go. That I will definitely put on the wall over here. I'm all about but, it. But uh, the week after that is Pittsburgh. <laughs> so I got to be on my A game for the week before that. But um, Back to Project Repat. Back to Project Repat. <laughs> T-shirts. We have a whole lot of T-shirts going out the door. And a lot of people like to take their old shirts from outings or special events or things, maybe 5Ks, whatever they may do mm -hmm. with their with their lives, and turn it into a T-shirt quilt. So that's what Project Repat's all about. They have over 500,000 happy customers. They are handmade in North Carolina and Texas. They uh, employ a whole bunch of uh, you know great people. And uh, keeping the the uh, wheels turning down there. So uh, all you have to do is go to projectrepat.com to get started. But they give away one free t-shirt quilt a month Which to Mets fans. Crazy. So go on their Instagram account, Project Repat USA. All you have to do is follow their account. Make sure you're wearing something blue and orange related. And uh, they will select a winner at random. And you can win a free t-shirt quilt on the house. So definitely check them out. Get involved. Great friends of the show. So let's go to last week's contest oh, winners who did post it on their wall. On Facebook, we have Juan Sanchez. And uh, on Twitter, we have at Drexel22, D R E X X E L 22. Thank you guys for doing your part. Share the show right now if you're watching live or even as a replay. That's how you get in the running to win some free stuff. Next week, we are transitioning to the free Met stuff. This week, we're still doing the free Coors Light stuff. It's not sponsored by Coors Light, but they gave us a whole bunch of stuff and we're giving it to you. So uh, share the show. Do your thing. Thank you so much to Jeremy Wolf for yes. uh, being our guest today. That was a great co uh, great conversation. Mm -hmm. Great suggestion by you to reach out. Thank you. And uh, that's it. Let's have a fun week. Heck yeah. Hopefully the next win some games. Happy 4th. Happy 4th. I can actually say it this in June. week and it makes sense. And uh, maybe Julia <laughs> will fix her flip-flop. My flip-flop is broken. I don't know if you can see. I don't know if that was seen. I don't know. But all right. Thank you guys That's in the it. comments. Share the show. That's how we can spread the word about everything. And uh, if you're listening afterwards as a podcast, don't forget to rate, subscribe, uh, oh, and do send us your posters if send you go to posters. games. Please. Wait for Julia's blog post, which is going to oh, go up. God. I gave her an assignment, so she's got to do it. I got to do homework. All right. See you guys. Bye.